It's time for another episode of Squaring Up the Sharp, and uh, we have a, a little bit different of a show for you here today. I, I hate to say it, but Austin is uh, is out of commission. I'm Max Carroll. Normally, I'm joined by my co-host, Austin Weinrich, but uh, for today's episode, unfortunately, he is not able to join us. Uh, he's having some, uh, some issues. He's actually not physically able to talk at the moment, so... Uh, that's why he's not with us today, and uh, and we, he will be missed. But we're gonna, the, you know, the show goes on. We're gonna have a a little bit of a Super Bowl talk for you. We had, to, if, if it was any other week, we probably wouldn't uh, wouldn't have an episode this week. But uh, with the Super Bowl uh, t- two days from today, we're recording here on a Friday. Uh, we uh, we need to to have something to to talk about some Super Bowl talk and. And, uh, and get some props out there for you. He did send me some props that I'm going to give out for you guys today. Uh, so we're going we're gonna to have a, a little bit shorter of a show. But, uh, but, you know, like I said, the show must go on. And Austin, has, uh, he's, uh, he's doing okay. So that's, that's what matters. And uh, we'll have him on hopefully next week as long as he gets his, uh, his, uh, you know, his voice back. And, and we'll, we'll have him back and, and back to norm, normal programming here. On squaring up the sharp so let's jump right into it we're going to talk a little super bowl obviously that's the the talk of the town and and we've we've talked about it before on this show i i'm not a huge fan of the two-week gap between the conference championships and the super bowl i think it just it gives the media way too much time to just dig up stuff that doesn't really matter and we saw some of that this week uh, just a lot of stories that uh, you know i i I, I could care less about, to be honest. I just want to watch the game. And, uh, you know, the big storyline to me is you have Tom Brady, who's 43 years old, uh, playing in his 10th Super Bowl, which is just hard to imagine. 10th Super Bowl out of the 19 years that he's been a starting quarterback, not including the year that he got hurt back in, 2000, I believe it was 2008. Uh, the, uh, you know, the Tom Brady story is just unbelievable. 10 Super Bowl appearances in 19 seasons. And I, I don't know if we're going to see that again, but if it was going to happen again and there was going to be a player that would do something like that, it would be the guy that he's going up against, and that is Patrick Mahomes. Patrick Mahomes, you know, two Super Bowls in a row here, appearances. He won last year against the 49ers, and I think that, you know, if anybody was going to repeat what Tom Brady has done or at least come close, it would be him as far as a perennial Super Bowl contender, it doesn't really matter to me what team he's on um, or who he's got around him. He's going to be that type of Tom, you know, that Tom Brady-esque player that brings up the other players around him. Um, so it, it should be a good one. I think, uh, you know, these two teams played earlier in the year, uh, back in November, and the Chiefs won 27-24. Uh, some, similar, uh, some similar styles uh, in this game, I mean, or not uh, not styles, I should say, but uh, you know, on the defensive and offensive side of the ball, these teams are pretty similar in terms of the numbers that they've put up. And in that game back in November, uh, Patrick Mahomes threw for over 450, and Tom Brady threw for over 350, I believe. Uh, I have the numbers up, uh, just just under 350 uh, passing yards, 456 for Kansas City and 342 for Tampa Bay. Score of 27-24. You think with numbers like that, they would. They would have put up a, a ton of points in this game, and uh, and I, it just wasn't the case. The, the Tampa Bay defense, you know, they, they're very good against the run, not so great against the pass. I don't think that that matters 
uh, in this game. I think that I don't really I don't really think Kansas City is going to try to run the ball that much. I think they're just going to want the ball in Mahomes' hands and tell him to get to work. On the other side of it, with Kansas City's defense, uh, they're more middle of the road, uh, middle of the pack with rushing and passing defense, and uh, and you'll see when we get to the props. I think I think Austin's banking on you know Tom Brady having having to throw the ball a little bit, and uh, and we'll get to that. But yeah, these two teams met back in November, and it was a close game. The spread right now sits at at uh, at three. Kansas City's a three point favorite, and the the over under is uh depending on where you're looking it's right around 56 so everything points to a high scoring game i mean i i honestly believe that these two teams when they get out there on sunday evening they're going to want to throw the ball around and and uh and they might have to you know i think it's going to be a shootout so we'll see but some of the stuff that came out this week i mean the stories that that uh you know came out over this two week period we saw a, a little bit of a scare with the Chiefs, they had a uh, a barber that was uh, scheduled to come in to the facility to do roughly 20 players uh, to cut 20 players' hair, and uh, did test positive for COVID. He tested negative beforehand, uh, came into the facility. I believe he he did cut a few members' hair of the uh, Kansas City Chiefs, and. Uh, and that ended with two close contacts having to be on a five-day COVID reserve list, and that was Demarcus Robinson and Daniel Kilgore. They were both placed on the reserve list on on Monday, this past Monday, so they're actually going to be eligible to come off. Uh, the NFL policy is five days, so there's five days that the uh, the close contact or a high-risk close contact, as the NFL classifies it as, uh, needs to be on that COVID-19 reserve list. So, uh, you know, if it's Monday, you have Tuesday, Wednesday, Thursday, Friday, Saturday would be the fifth day. And as of right now, both of those players are scheduled to be eligible to play. So um, as soon as they they found out of the positive test result, which is kind of weird. I mean, he had the barber had several negative tests before entering the facility. And then after he entered the facility, they found... Uh, or they learned of a positive test and immediately shut it down. He had to leave, uh, you know, some some fun stuff coming out of it with Daniel Kilgore, um, you know, having half of his head shaved, uh, posting that picture on, uh, on, on Twitter. Obviously, you know, it's not, uh, it's not a depiction of how his hair looks now, but um, I believe he was actually getting his hair cut when he learned of it, and he said, I'm already a close contact, so just, you know, let me get let me get a haircut. It doesn't matter at this point. But uh, both players are eligible. That's really the only COVID talk uh, coming out this week. And you know both teams are on are, are on uh, schedule to to have their full uh, their full weaponry available. So um, you know I not so not so sure about Daniel Kilgore. I mean he's a he you know reserve offensive lineman. But Demarcus Robinson, if he wasn't able to play, that would be. Uh, kind of a big deal because, you know, although he is, uh, you know, he's not one of those top guys, uh, he's got that big playability and the speed to get downfield. And uh, if you're going to attack this this Bucks defense, it's going to be through the passing game. And uh, Mahomes, I'm sure he wants all his weapons going up against Brady. It's kind of an interesting story because Mahomes, uh, obviously the young, you know, the young gun here, Brady, 
has been around for what feels like forever. He's always playing in this game. And, um, you know, is it is it kind of that passing of the guard uh, from Brady to Mahomes? If you ask Brady about it, uh, he's not ready to pass that guard yet. But, um, you know, this is, this is going to be an exciting game, and it's just kind of amazing to see uh, what Brady has done. As a Giants fan, uh, you know, Spagnola, the D coordinator for the Chiefs, he knows all about Brady. He knows how to make him uncomfortable. He's had success against him, um, obviously, uh, in the Super Bowl. And, uh, yeah, I think, I think Brady, you know, not that he's got anything to prove, but it's just, you know, as time goes on and he gets older, it, it almost is, you know, hey, I, uh, uh, you know, I know I'm 43, uh, you know, 44 years old, but I still got it. And he still does. I mean, the guy in the playoffs, it's, it's ridiculous. He's got, I believe, 32 career playoff wins. And, uh, you know, some organizations, most organizations don't even have anything close to that. Um, it's just unbelievable what he's been able to do. Um, and, and there's been a lot of talk that I've heard on sports, sports talk radio about, you know, Brady and Belichick, who's, you know, who made who, 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 you know, did, did, you know, Brady's greatness create Belichick the coach or did, you know, was he part of the system that Belichick created? I think that Brady is the best quarterback to ever play the game. I think that Belichick is the best coach to ever coach the game. I think that, I think the two don't necessarily need to be, uh, they will forever be intertwined. Brady, you know, he won, um, you know, he won six Super Bowls for the Patriots. So uh, when you win six Super Bowls for an organization that you, you know, you've been with this coach, Bill Belichick, in this case, for a long time, uh, people are going to talk about that for, for forever. I mean, um, you know, but I, I just don't, I don't think that the two need to be, you know, it's, it doesn't have to be, well, it's either Belichick is the best coach or Bra- if Brady's the best quarterback, Bel- you know, Belichick, you know, the fact that he went 7-9 to nine after Brady left. I mean, just look at what he had to work with and look at the terrible season that Cam Newton had and, and then look at how Brady went to Tampa Bay. And, you know, you have Mike Evans and Godwin and you have an offensive line. They draft a, a tackle in Werfs that is just, you know, he had a great year and or a great rookie season and uh, bringing in Antonio Brown and Gronkowski, even though he didn't do much. I mean, these are all crazy weapons that any team if you had two of these guys you'd be happy i mean as a giants fan if if you gave me you know godwin and antonio brown i'd be like okay this is fantastic not only did they have them but they had evans and then you add in Fournette and ronald jones the guy he went to this team for a reason i mean he went to this team for a reason they didn't have antonio brown when he showed up but uh, i don't you know uh, they obviously had a relationship before the guy Antonio Brown went to to uh, to New England for a few weeks last year, and um, you know Brady, he's he he made a smart move. I mean, it's kind of like you know LeBron. He went to he went to L.A. Uh, and kind of built you know that team was built, and he went to that team with Anthony Davis, and they they won a championship right away. I mean, it's kind of on that level, and. Uh, you know, Brady, Brady did it for a reason. So, uh, I don't, uh, it doesn't matter to me that he went to this team that was, that was, you know, this team went seven and nine last year and they had a quarterback and, and a lot of the pieces were there. They had a quarterback who, who just turned the ball over. Brady comes in, 
They they win eleven games. They don't turn the ball over uh, to to that extent, and and now they're in the Super Bowl. So uh, he kind of came in, showed him showed him how to how to create a winning culture. Uh, Bruce Arians to his, you know, to uh, you know to give him some credit. He uh, it seemed like they were button heads in the beginning of the year. And, uh, and then after, you know, some, you know, you had some stories come out where it was like, all right, well, you know, it was Bruce Arians trying to, trying to control Brady too much. Like, why doesn't Arians just let him do his thing? And it seemed like that's, that's what happened. Uh, you know, they struggled early on and, and then they came on at the end of the year, but to, to Bruce Arians credit, he uh, came out a couple weeks ago and said, listen, I, sometimes in practice, I just sit back and let the guy play. And I let him coach. And sometimes as a coach, it, you know, it's easy to to want to have your hands and everything. And it's difficult to give that up. But, you know, when you have a guy like Brady who's been around for, for the amount of, and had the success, um, you know, this guy's this guy's a winner. And, and to be honest, I mean, we saw some saw some videos. Uh, you know, I know Leonard Fournette took a video in the locker room and the guy looks like he could he could play for another five years. I mean, he's not the Brady of old. And, you know, I know Austin mentioned, uh, you know, the th- th- when we were talking about the championship game against the Packers, I mean, yeah, he threw three picks, and some of those picks, you know, the old Brady would have stood in there and, and delivered a good ball and, and probably, um, you know, wouldn't have resulted in an interception. But, uh, you know, the guy's 43 years old. He doesn't want to take those hits, and he's morphed his game into this, uh, you know, and, into how he's playing now, and, He's done things. He's taken care of his body. He's, I don't think anybody, you know, people were saying that he was done two, three years ago, and he's obviously not. So uh, I think, you know, a lot of the comparisons between him and Mahomes, Mahomes is, is uh, you know, 25 years old. I believe he's 25 years old. But uh, Mahomes has, has a lot of time to, uh, to, to catch Tom Brady, whether that happens or not. Um, I mean, it would be some sort of feat if it did. But, you know, if there was going to be a guy, it would be him. And, yeah, Mahomes, 25 years old, uh, born in 1995, five years before Brady was drafted. So that just gives you an idea of, of kind of where we are. It just speaks to the, the level of play that Brady has, has shown um, over his, you know, 20, I believe it's 21 years. If you include, you know, you got the rookie year and the year that he was hurt. Uh, I believe he's been around for 21 years, his 21st season. So uh, it's just unbelievable, and you can't say enough about it. And this is coming from a Giants fan, and uh, and, and I can't speak for Austin, but you have to respect the game and, and what this guy brings to the sport as far as the winning mentality and what he's shown uh, and, and how he's kind of just created this – you know, culture wherever wherever he goes. I mean, yeah, he's been in, or not, not. I shouldn't say wherever he goes. He's only been in two places, but just the players he's around. He's around these guys, and and he just, you know, I, I don't know what it is. Some people just have it, and uh, and he has it, and I believe Mahomes has it. Just the way that he plays at such a young age, he's so dynamic. Um, you know, this is just going to be a fun game to watch, and and uh, and you know, if Mahomes is able to win get two in a row now we're talking about all right how, how many is he going to win i mean not not just how many is he going to get to but how many is he going to win 
to have two by the age 25. It's just not something that's done. Uh, Brady had two. He won his second when he was uh, 26 and a half. So, uh, you know, rarefied air, and uh, the the legend of of Patrick Mahomes keeps growing, as does the the legend of Tom Brady. And uh, I'm not sure I'm not sure if it's going to end anytime soon, to be honest. But um, let's get to uh, let's get to some props in this game. The big thing about the Super Bowl. Uh, seems to always be these these prop bets. There's, you could just bet on just anything and everything from uh, you know the the length of the national anthem to uh, you know is so and so going to be wearing a mask? What color Gatorade? I mean, if you're if you're a degenerate gambler, this is this is your heaven here. So um, Austin, you know, although he's not here, he sent me a list um, and 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 he was pretty pretty spot on with some prop bets. Um, you know, towards the end of the season. So he's got a list. I believe it is, let's see here. It's one, two, three, four. It's, uh, it's 13 prop bets he sent me. And, um, and I have the, the, the prop bets here with the odds and we're just kind of going to run through them and, uh, and, and give him a little shout out. Uh, and, and we'll tweet these out as well on our Twitter, but uh, the first one that that we're going to start off with here is the coin toss. I mean, you, if anybody's betting the Super Bowl, you ca- you kind of have to bet the coin toss. I'm a, I'm on the uh, the train of tails never fails. I think you have to go with tails, but but Austin here he's going heads at minus 103 uh, for the coin toss to be heads. Um, that's what he's going with. So uh, that's prop bet number one. The second prop bet, and this is broken down by player, so it, it's going to go a little bit out of order as far as the uh, the different actual bets. But but let's stick with the uh, the, the players here to organize them a little bit. Uh, first touchdown, uh, the only the only bet that he placed on first touchdown was Travis Kelsey, and that's at plus six fifty. I think for Kelsey to be plus six fifty for first touchdown, I think that's a good value. Uh, he's just He's an animal, and the uh, the 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 Chiefs when they get in the red zone, they run some weird gadget plays, and you know Kelsey gets a shovel pass. He's getting a handoff, like you know they just try to get him the ball in the red zone because he's such a threat. And uh, so plus six fifty on first touchdown, if the uh, you know you're feeling good about that if the uh, Chiefs get the ball first, uh, just touchdowns in general. There are to stick with Kelsey here. We've got Austin actually did a he did a double dip here for for first uh, not for first for for just anytime touchdown score, uh, Kelsey and Hill combined, anytime touchdown score plus one seventy. So in this one, uh, Kelsey and Hill both need to score at least one touchdown, and you're getting plus one seventy. And uh, you know I brought it up earlier. The last two time, the last time this these teams played each other, they threw for a ton of yards. It was 27-24. Uh, you know, if they throw for this amount of yards again, it's not going to be 27-24. You're talking about a big time scoring output, and uh, you know, Mahomes 450 something yards. I mean, uh, Kelsey and Hill plus 170 anytime touchdown combined. Okay, uh, and then let's get into some yardage here. Uh, rushing yards. He's got Fournette over 48 and a half rushing yards at minus 118. Um, you know, Fournette, he's uh, he's been the guy. I mean, he's been the guy getting the, getting the ball. 
uh, mostly in the playoffs here. I know Ronald Jones has been hurt, but Fournette, uh, you know, if the if the Bucks are going to win this game, and uh, I'm not sure that they will, I, I I'm leaning the Chiefs here, but. If the Bucks are going to win this game, they're going to have to run the football. They're going to have to keep Mahomes off the field, and they're going to have to feed Fournette a little bit. And uh, 48 and a half rushing yards. If he's getting, you know, 12 carries, if he gets 12 carries in this game, I don't see why he won't get that. I mean, that's four yards a carry, and uh, the Chiefs' run defense is uh, is middle of the pack. So that's Fournette over 48 and a half minus 118 on on that prop bet. Uh, let's get to some receiving here. Uh, over 29 and a half receiving yards for Cameron Brait. We've seen him come on in the playoffs, and Brady seems to have a, a good connection with him. Uh, over 29 and a half receiving yards is minus 112. He's been more involved than Gronkowski, and uh, Austin kind of he doubled up on Brait here over three and a half receptions uh, as well. So over three and a half receptions, over 29 and a half receiving yards for Brait, uh, and the receptions over three and a half is plus 110 for Brait. So, uh, you know, there's Brait's been uh, kind of one of those go-to guys, and I'm going to bring up the game log here for Brait, and so this is off of NFL.com here, bringing up his game logs. Yep, in the postseason, he had, uh, he's had Four catches in the in the wild card round, he had four catches for 80. Against the Saints, he had four for 50, and against the Packers, he had three for 19. So, uh, two games where he's he's covered that uh, that reception number and the receiving yardage by by a good amount. So, uh, Brait's been uh, been been one of those guys that's been getting a little more run here in the playoffs with that uh, that connection with Brady. All right, so. Uh, let's move to another Bucks player, and uh, you can see a theme here. Uh, Austin's going big on on some passing statistics from Brady. All right, so let's get to another guy, Scotty Miller. He's come on. He had a big touchdown catch against the Packers uh, before halftime in the in the uh, conference championship. All right, so Austin has twenty and a half receiving yards over for Scotty Miller, minus one twenty four, and over one and a half receptions as well for Scotty Miller plus 130 all right so like I said uh, Scotty Miller had that big touchdown against the um, against the Packers in the conference champ it seems like so long ago that they, that we've had a football game on but it's only been a couple weeks um, so in the playoffs so far the divisional round he had one for 15 one catch for 15 yards Against New Orleans, he had two for twenty-nine, and against Green Bay, three for thirty-six. So, he's been, uh, you know, he's been, I guess, consistently uh, towards, you know, the, I think twenty and a half is uh, is a pretty fair number. I mean, if he gets, uh, if he gets a catch, I mean, he could do that with one catch, um, but six targets combined in the playoffs. And uh, and so over one and a half catches, over 20 and a half receiving yards for Scotty Miller. All right. Uh, now let's get to Brady because he went big on Brady here with the props, uh, you know, kind of spelling out. And he thinks Brady's going to have a big game, but with a little twist here. And we'll get to that in a second. So uh, Brady, anytime touchdown score plus 425 
uh, you know, banking on a, on a pass interference in the end zone, getting the ball at the one and getting a little QB sneak. And, uh, and that's what, uh, that's what he has. Anytime touchdown for Brady plus 425. All right. Now you get to, um, a little Mahomes and Brady head to head here. All right. So, uh, we got two of them here. Who's going to complete the most passes? Austin's on Brady at plus 133. And the highest completion percentage, he also is on Brady at plus 120. All right, so, uh, you know, just kind of going with that flow of, uh, and this is kind of, this is kind of what you do when you're when you're betting these props. You're betting on a, on a game flow, kind of a script of, all right, you know, the Bucks are going to have to throw the ball if they're going to want to keep up with the Chiefs, and uh, not necessarily the the recipe to to win the game, but just kind of how Austin thinks the game is going to flow, all right? So uh, complete the most passes between Brady and Mahomes. He's going Brady. And the highest completion percentage, he's also going Brady. And that's at uh, plus 133 and plus 120 for those uh, for those two bets, uh, respectively. Uh, and then the last one for Brady here, over 24.5 completions is uh, minus 112. So just sticking with that theme of Brady's going to have to throw the ball if the Bucks are going to want to have a chance to win this game, and uh, and those are those are the player prop bets. Now you get to MVP. All right, if you're going to bet the Super Bowl, you gotta you gotta bet the MVP. And uh, taking a long shot here, I know it's usually you know most 99% of the time you're you're looking at a quarterback here. Uh, we have had some defensive players win MVP. The last time the Bucks played in the Super Bowl, the MVP was Dexter Jackson. He had two interceptions in that game. And uh, the MVP, Austin, has Devin White, the linebacker, for the uh, for the Tampa Bay Buccaneers. So going back to, you know, the last time the Bucks were in the Super Bowl, they won the game, and it was because of that defense uh, that they won that game, and, and Dexter Jackson took home the MVP trophy. All right, so that's at plus 4,000 for Devin White to win the MVP. Uh, you know, I find it hard to believe that if any, you know, whichever team wins, it wouldn't be the quarterback that gets the MVP just, just you know, with the name alone. I mean, if the Bucks win, unless Brady just has an awful game, uh, you got to think that they're giving Brady the MVP. And same thing with the Chiefs. Unless Mahomes just has a terrible game, uh, you know, if the Chiefs win, you would think it's going to be because of Mahomes. So uh, despite all these, you know, uh, these these Buccaneers uh, prop bets here with Brady throwing the ball a bunch and Miller and Brayton Fournette, uh, Austin is picking the Chiefs to win the game. Okay, so he is on the Chiefs to win the game, and right now the Chiefs they're a three point favorite, um, but uh, the money line for the Chiefs is one sixty two. All right, so that's what we're looking at in terms of numbers prop bets here. And we're gonna we're gonna tweet some of this stuff out before the game starts on Sunday. Uh, you know, I was, uh, w the plan was you know squaring up the sharp team was gonna get together a couple buddies as well. And uh, now with Austin kind of on the shelf for a little bit, uh, that's not gonna happen. But but we're gonna tweet out some stuff, and uh, you know that's uh, that's that's our show for you today. Uh, it's a it's a little weird Austin not being here and kind of just talking for thirty minutes. But, um, you know, we had to get some Super Bowl content out and just talk about how we thought the game was going to go. Austin's on the Chiefs. I'm on the Chiefs. I think it's going to be a fun game. 
And uh, even though the commercials, you know, we didn't talk about that, but the commercials are going to, you know, this year going to leave a little little bit to be desired um, because some, you know, a lot of companies pulled out some money to donate to COVID relief, which is great. I think that's a great thing. Uh, but the commercials, a lot of people get together and they, you know, they have a commercial watch party and, and, uh, and enjoy that part of it as well. I do too. I mean, the, you know, when you don't have a dog in the fight, you want to, uh, uh, you know, enjoy some of those commercials. And, and I know Brady and Gronkowski were in a commercial together. I haven't seen it yet, but I'm sure it's good. Uh, it's something always to look forward to when you're getting together with family or, or you're having your small gatherings this year. And, and uh, not everybody's a, a football fanatic or uh, that you may be. So uh, people do enjoy those commercials, and we're not going to really get to see too many of them this year, hopefully a few. But, uh, yeah, so that's our, that's our show for you today. Uh, hopefully Austin's back and ready to go for next week, and we can kind of break this game down. And, and either way, I mean, we're talking about history on either side. Uh, so, you know, whoever wins this game, history is going to be made and uh and it's going to be fun so uh, i hope everybody's got got good safe plans and and gets to see some some family if that's what you're doing just make sure you're doing it safely and uh and if not then uh enjoy the game you know put a little money down it always makes things more interesting uh to, to have a little bit of skin in the game and and uh and 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 watch the game knowing that you have a chance to, to win a little bit of money all right so um enjoy and check us out on twitter at Square the Sharp, uh, Instagram, Squaring Up the Sharp, and, uh, you know, download on iTunes or Podbean, um, whichever one you use. Um, iTunes, obviously, the big one, but like and subscribe on iTunes and, and let us know what you think. So, again, hoping to have Austin back next week. We'll see you uh, after the Super Bowl to break the game down. And uh, enjoy the game. Be safe. And here's to Squaring Up the Sharp. <laughs>